I Saw the TV Glow is the new film directed by James Schoenbrunn about a teenager named Owen living in the suburbs whose life is turned upside down when he's introduced to a late night TV show called The Pink Opaque. This is a highly anticipated movie playing in the midnight section here at Sundance, the same section that debuted James Schoenbrunn's first film, uh, We're All Going to the World's Fair, which made a big splash a couple Sundances ago. Uh, we're here at Sundance covering the films. I'm your co-host, Zachary Shevich. We're joined by Amanda the Jedi and Arturo Zarita. And yeah, I, I think we all had this as one that we were very, very eager to see. Amanda, did this live up to your expectations, exceed them? How, how did you feel coming out of I Saw the TV Glow? This has been an interesting one because I was really excited going into the fest. Um, I wasn't huge on World Fair. I liked it, but I, I, I just, I thought the, I personally saw a different execution. Do you know he hated it? <laughs> we yeah. played it back on the, before we came here because Alina didn't remember it. I remember liking it as well. Oh, he hates that intro. And I was like, what oh, are you talking does. about? Yeah. It's not so a matter it's not a matter of like uh qualitatively disliking or yeah. I just can't watch that that stabbing moment. It it, it disturbs me in a way that very few films disturb me. Which may be a point in the film's favor. Yeah, no, that's fair. So you know going into this just based on that, I, I was like I was excited to see what it was because for for everything else, uh, uh, Jane's just has a very clear direction and what Vision, they're trying yeah. to put to, to screen. And I feel like uh, this really encapsulated that. I know that it got a ton of hype coming out of the premiere from critics and audiences alike. I don't know if I quite hit the highs of them, but this is the movie I can't stop thinking about in like the positive way. All the little things that it does, um, just the really beautiful, but then like very disturbing ways it's um, engaging with the premise that, that it's dealing with and, and just the idea of like how much time can, can be lost when, when you're concealing certain things, not to go into like details, mm -hmm. but also just visually this thing is firing oh. on all cylinders it, it's yeah. stunning it's it feels very unique in how it's uh, influencing things or how it's putting things in into the the movie itself uh it's and the soundtrack is mind-blowingly good that's like when everybody says we're waiting on that soundtrack it's it's for very good reason it's a soundtrack it's an actual soundtrack <laughs> like they got the budget and said i'm just commissioning my favorite music artists for this and that's why all of these music transitions are going to be as long as i want them to be because i got these songs made for the movie and we're using every single one so i i respect so much of this it's very good yeah uh i thought it was a lot better than the last one that they made uh visually like you were saying they do this thing where they're showing the show Bro, no offense to your holdovers, but that's how you do it. That looked like they stripped it straight out of a 90s Disney Channel original movie. Um, mine was, uh, I don't know if y'all remember So Weird. Yeah, of course I remember Bro, So Weird. Bro, that was so weird. That was Goosebumps. And then I had another one and I was like, no one's going to remember this movie. Are you afraid of the dark, but... Can of Worms. And I hear Justice Smith mention Can of Worms and I was Woo! like, this man knew what was up. Yeah. Uh, I No, like there were moments where they would cut to what would be you know the present 90s for them uh and it looked beautiful it was crisp you know there's these shots of the road that feel like elm street where it's all foggy yeah. it's like nobody even lives there uh the drawings that they have of the, the ghosts streets, it yeah. all looked really crazy and as they transition you into this world like the audio of it the crackling of the sounds the mixing a phone went off during the movie and for the entire runtime of that phone ringing i did not know if it was within the world or if it was someone in the uh, it took 30 seconds for me to be like that was a phone. that's actually someone behind it us. was they, they like were like the tripping out they were trying to run so i was like yeah. okay that was yeah yeah but uh no all that was firing on all cylinders and i also think that it's justice smith's best performance yeah. that the dude has ever given there is a close-up 
to this man's face. And I was like, I don't know what you had to do to get to that spot, but he did it and he killed it. And his voice, what he does with his voice. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he does He's got this voice. whole thing with his voice that it just, it's kind of unsettling, yeah. so, but it's like in it's a good like way. It's like his bow is afraid. Yeah. Was, that was my, my immediate Bruh. comparison to it because he feels so like hollowed out and tortured in this movie in the way that I think Joaquin uh, inhabits in Bow is Afraid. And, and it, it's just a really wild and wildly inventive type of story the the way that it uses as you mentioned all those kind of like nostalgia tinged retro aesthetics but, a- but also not in a bad way no no no, no. like we're out of the 80s craze right now where everybody loved the 80s stuff no matter what it was stranger things style in my opinion now that we're in the 90s it's like i'm worried that i'm gonna fall into that bias but this is like the setting right not the bait yeah, and so much of it is is sort of about looking back and about nostalgia and sort of, you know, the way these things sort of stick with you and and bur- shape you, you know, yeah, shape you, bury, burrow, burrow underneath your skin is what I'm trying to say. Mm. And, and I, I think <laughs> it, there's so much about this film that is absolutely burned in my mind, even if I didn't necessarily have like the most incredible experience watching it or something. Like I, I think there's maybe one or two other films I've seen at Sundance that I, I say right now that I maybe liked more. This is the one that I'm most eager to rewatch because it's it's dense. Oh, I have there's... it on the schedule. We were we were all literally like if we had a link for that, we would have popped we it on immediately the second we got home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh just in comparison to we're all going to the World's Fair, since that's the one that most people probably have had the chance to see, you know, th- it definitely is a film that take some chances and it has some experimental aspects to it, but it's significantly more, uh, I don't not know. in a room. Yeah. yeah it's a significant, <laughs> significantly more ambitious and significantly more yes. like the types of horror movies that you're experiencing. But it, it, it does, it has all these interesting, interesting ideas too, that make it a lot deeper than your, your typical film of this aesthetic or the film of this tone. And still has Jane's voice. So if you yeah. like World's Fair, yes, this is your number one. But like Very you just creepy. added as your watch list number one. Yeah, right. it's That's going to live it. up for that. If you like the World's Fair, it's set. If you didn't like the World's Fair, I think there is a a, a much bigger chance you will enjoy this one more I agree. because of the performances. Yeah. Because of like you were saying, the soundtrack. I just think the visuals alone. I think the execution are incredible. Too. The execution of it as well. We kept talking about this being one of those movies where you come out of it, and I wanted a little bit more. Like I just, yeah. I wanted more. Yes, I needed. I wanted to know more about this character. I wanted him to fill and answer things uh, about him, uh, about his friend. Because I don't know if any of you want to kind of break down a little bit more of the premise of uh, um, the relationship that's going on in the movie. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's this interesting thing in that uh, Justice Smith's character Owen is introduced to this show, the Pink Opaque that we were talking about at the beginning, and it, but he can't watch it. But but he can't watch it. His parents don't let him, and it ends up being this sort of gateway into uncovering new ideas about yourself and new new sort of thoughts on how the world works, I guess. And I don't know, even it, if you don't realize it. Yeah. yeah. And it, part, a lot of that is through this relationship he has with the Maddie character uh, and, and how that develops. I don't know. It's a very, it's a very, very interesting thing. Cause I think it also, there's a relatable aspect to it in that you're being uh, brought into a culture and you you have this sort of, uh, wiser, older figure. We're, who's, we're Maddie's who's, to some people. Yeah, exactly. We try to be. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So from this point out in the review, we start to talk a little bit more specifically about certain plot elements that might be like lightly spoilers for people who are trying to remain really like clear on the movie. Uh, But if you want to know more about the film, stick with us. We're going to get deeper into I Saw the TV Glow. But then even Maddie, you can tell Maddie is having her own struggles right. that are very similar to the struggles that Owen's going to. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you know, you have moments where she just distinctly says things that are very vulnerable, yeah. uh, and he doesn't even quite know how to respond. He doesn't to know it. what it means, yeah. Um, and then he'll say something that is just so incredibly profound in like just a casual passing conversation, and it really just kind of like gets to the the heart of what the movie is. I, I do think it's really beautiful in the way that I think you can apply it to a lot of different things, but it does have a very clear vision of what you can tell it's going for. And mm-hmm. the 90s setting really matters for that, I find. Just based on who Jane is as a filmmaker, yeah. the topic of what Jane yeah. likes to deal with in film is uh, like trans identity yeah. or just queer identity. Yeah. Um, so that's a big part of this one too. And there's just like, it can just be applied to a lot of different aspects of your life because it really just comes down to like the the toll it takes on you not to authentically live as yourself so honestly Mm -hmm. it's even doing the love me thing better than love me did if i'm going to be completely honest um uh but then in a really horrific way because it's it's showing you how far something can go by trying to deny this and then that 90s setting specifically is if you feel this type of way and you don't know what it is you don't quite you don't have a reference for it because it isn't out there you will spend the next 20 30 40 years of your life just dying inside Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's what I mean being trans wasn't what it is today in the 90s even being gay wasn't Mm -hmm. what it is today what it is in the 90s which I can attest to there Um, well according to Ted episode one (laughs) yeah but you're right it's not using it as nostalgia it's using it almost as a period piece to let you know what was going on yeah so it's in that frames that future yeah there was no hashtags like there wasn't anything that he could just go and seek out. Like, and, and it's like subtle things too. No, yeah, because yeah. for a long, a long time, it's it's like culture is one of the few ways that like if you are, uh, you know, if you if you don't have a lot of people like you around you, you can you can see yourself in stories. You can yes. And if you if you even think about the ways in which queer people have reinterpolated stories that nece- aren't necessarily distinctly queer. Yeah. Like but it's an connect- important connect- part. Kelly. <laughs> exactly. Like it's an, it's an important part of self. It's an important part of self identity and discovering yourself. And I think this movie no, gets at that in a way that is really, really rare and really, really effective. Um, and I, an even better way because what you're saying right there is like queer people have always had to talk about other movies, right? Yeah. This is a queer movie that I think can connect to anybody, anybody. and that's the point. A lot of people is like, oh, well, I'm not gay, but it was a good gay movie for you guys. You know, a movie's LGBT, uh, even though it's a love story. It's like no, but it's still a love story. It just encompasses. Yeah this section of it yeah yeah there, there, i saw one review from a trans critic on letterboxd willow uh who then who said in their review that you know i think trans people can look at this film and say like cinema is for us yeah. and that's a really a really yeah. amazing thing uh i will say one thing that i brushed up against just because we're talking talking about a film that has had like lots of effusive praise people are talking about it as like this uh new masterpiece i i thought the film went to great lengths to explain itself there there's a lot for a film that's as like visually dynamic and and singular as this one is it sort of stops to have the characters 
talk for long periods. And that those were the moments where I started to not necessarily be quite on its wavelength as much. Not something that made me dislike the movie, but maybe kept it from being that like amazing experience that a lot of people are saying. But at the same time, I do kind of wonder, you know, if you take some of that away, is it an impenetrable film? Is it is it too hard to understand? So I don't know. It, it's something that maybe on a rewatch won't bother me as much. That's fair. I think some of that is also just to really drive home some of the dissociation yeah. bits too. Because like getting into the lore, getting. I don't know if it's handholding. I think it's because some of it's not. I, I think some of it, depending on the moments, I almost think it's leading you in the different direction. It's leading you down the literal sense versus the like what could what is this? Uh, that's a good point because yeah. I was comparing it to like stress positions where she's been arguing about the narrator. I don't think the narrator is needed there <laughs> yeah. at all. But she knew I need someone to walk him down. And now I'm presenting stress positions by letting people know it's okay. They're unlikable characters and go from there. Yeah, that's what you need. Yeah. For James, I don't even think the exposition was the issue for me. I, I think it was how long it was. Mm. That was the thing for me. I was like, I'm okay with you explaining this, especially because how you said it. Yeah. They're kind of trying to recount something. Is it even the truth? Are you even like getting to the truth of, of what you know, their past was or whatever it is that, that, that there's a very lengthy monologue that happens yeah. in the movie. And it looks cool. It mm-hmm. does. I just thought it was a little too long. I, I can agree And on I that. will yep. also be on the camp that I know y'all were re- very happy for some of the musical guests that were on there. They were long. They're long. Arr, like, wait, it was They're just long. a music video. Does it look dope? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But there's but one... one of them got the guy next to me. That was when he quit. Was uh, when... That when she's screaming? Sl- Sloppy Jane. Was it Sloppy Jane or the one right after Sloppy Jane? Was it King? King? Yeah, it was King. Mother? Woman. Queen King woman. woman. Whoever had the spikes yeah, on woman. the hair. Yo, the guy next to me was like, nope, 90 minutes in, I'm gone. And I was just like, wait, this is what did it for you? But I can see that being the thing that a lot but of. But I can see that being the thing that people want. Mainstream viewers. I can see that being the thing the you watch that. The people who like these movies. The people who yes. like it will but love the it. The mainstream That's audiences I mean. will be like, and I, I don't, don't think yeah, this is for that. I found it for sure. indulgent. For sure. And I'm okay, I, but I was okay with the okay, indulgence, but, but maybe if it was like country we, twang, I'd be like, for the love of God. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Because then you'd be like, oh, I don't want this director's indulgence. <laughs> yeah, like we don't, we don't have a problem like with Phoebe artists. Bridgers showing up for a few minutes. But exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So th- that's, I just feel the same thing for the monologue's length. And like you were saying, they took advantage of like, I'm going to get a budget. Yeah. I'm going to use this budget. Yeah, that's raw. That's cool. That's cool. But like, damn, after the certain one, I was like, oh. This is a music video. This is like a it good is. compilation of them. No, they'll be in the, in the middle of a speech. Too. Yeah. And then the, the concert will go. Right. Yeah. And then they'll come back to it. And it's like, I respect it. It, it interrupted the, the flow of the movie. It was a little I long. Liked yeah. It. I liked it. But um, yeah. It was no. cool. I don't hate it. No, no, no. I get it. And I, I just, I don't know. I just think that all adds into the style of what makes this thing feel so unique for what it is mm. and, and very cool. Um, yeah. The it's tattoo very bit. Cool. Yeah. I'll give it that. You do need a good soundtrack. And I think that that's. Bigger than using the nostalgia of the 90s, it's also understanding what gets something to be a cult classic, a cult hit. We were describing this word as well, what does yeah. cult classic mean nowadays, but it, this, this idea, already beats like it can't be it. No, <laughs> like, like it's but. like the iconography of the ghost tattoo is like so clean. It's mm-hmm. so cool. I'm like, people you know, are going to get that. Yeah, like you've seen people with these Harry Potter tattoos and we were talking about Supernatural yesterday and yeah. we see people with all these tattoos and I'm like, this literally like gives you the position of where to put the tattoo yep. with your friends. You to can bond get with glow it. ink. And it looks so, I don't know. It just, it felt cool. You got a soundtrack to go with it. And then these visuals, there's a supermarket shot that is stuck with me Ooh, with the American flags. Yeah. In the back. There's a TV glow shot. Yeah. I know yeah. that was sick. And there's a shot with his mom mm. where she enters the house and has to stare at the stairs or at the living room. 
what was Jane cooking? I was like, yo, this yeah. is good stuff right here. So I, I, there's a screening at the Ray. And if anybody wants to go to the Ray screening on the 23rd, I think that this may be the one movie we're rewatching at the fest. Yeah, it could happen. Like, I'm strongly considering But it I'm with you. There's a lot of things that were, like, holding it back from me. I, like, I wanted to praise it like everybody else. But I'm like, <sighs> at the same time, I do wonder, like, you know, we're we're experiencing these movies in a way where we're, like, binging them. And we're, we, Just all we those come and... in with a lot of expectations, too, because festival hype gets really loud and... and also, just this is a weird story. This we is an atypical Presque. story. Yeah. And, and I think... Atypical. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I think, like, you know, if you look at... It doesn't have, like, this, a, a typical, like, three-act arc that you would expect, right? It, it The way that it... There it's is, chaptered, but it's it's not chaptered, a but it, like yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, but it, I like it. There, there, it. It works for what the movie it is really trying does. to say. It, it is in. Um, it, it's thematically like appropriate. It's just like maybe on that first watch when you have some certain expectations or you have some maybe I, hopes for yeah. it, it, it you feel that difference, and then when we rewatch we it a couple it days on the right, yeah. we'll, we'll appreciate it for the masterpiece it might be. Yeah, I, I can agree with for that. Sure. I, I do think that if we had we had managed to get into that premiere, maybe we would be singing, because I do think that the, maybe you go, you see praise and you start your brain, whether you want it to or not, starts mixing things in different ways and maybe anticipating something different. It's not so different from what I expected, but I'm. it's the one I'm very excited to revisit. It, it's already gone up like like a half star rating for after me. After our like, talks yesterday? Yeah, you, it's You just, figure it out after you see the movie it's and when you I can't think you know what you you like until you come back to eat a burrito. Yeah. You reheat your stuff. And you're stuff, thinking. It's what you're thinking about. And you forget about. to pick up Zach and Caitlin because you're too, you're busy, too busy arguing about, about it. And that's yeah, when you know it's, you gotta move. Yeah, it's okay. It wasn't that cold. We told you to go cook. We told you to go You were shopping. It's fine. Found him in a snowbank. Yeah, snowbank. No, I I just do think it's it's a lot. Yeah, I I just think it's really beautiful. And I think, uh, you know, I will. I'm going to shout out the David Ehrlich review where he he's not even his proper one, which was really good. But he's just quick one on Twitter where it was like, I'm so happy that people will have this movie. And it's the people who need this movie are going to have it and not in the like. Kumbaya! I'm so happy that people will have this. No, no this totally. is like a cool, oh, this fucking is not a authentic Christian movie where like you need to text everybody afterwards no, because they is... tell you that this is a part of the movement. Yeah, this feels like a film. This is a cool, this feels authentic like authentic experience that it's telling a story, but it's universally accessible. David Lynch promised it. And I'm, I'm going to say, like, I don't I think, think there's anybody, wave. at least if you hit a certain age, I don't think there's anybody who isn't going to relate with that point of like, you know, years are suddenly gone. It felt like literally I went into a black hole of time. That was scary. Yeah. And I'm like. Dude, it's, I don't like that, poetry. but like, it, that's a gut punch. It's poems. Like, yeah. there, there's some really, really incredible lines. And and I think part of what you're talking about, too, is like, this is a really exciting thing to get in the term in terms of Jane Schoenbrunn's evolution, because we're all going to the World's Fair is a really, really interesting film. We we all had our reservations with it, but it's it, obviously like they're working on a really distinct level. And but it, and they understood it. Yeah. Like they yeah. understood what was happening in the World's Fair. And that's the thing. Even when you watch this movie, it's like, uh, I'm not catching along, but. I trust you. Like, look yeah. at those posters in the back of the school. You look know, at the name of the school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was There's the big so one. so many interesting things there. That <laughs> so it, much it, interesting. It not only begs for a rewatch, but it knows what it's doing. This is a, a big stepping up of their game. Like, this yeah. is this is a announcement of, like, a significant filmmaker who we're going to you continue to hear from. Yes. You have a voice. Yes. Um, and that's when I, and I think it's, again, it's like the more I think about this movie, it's the more I dislike Love Me. It's like weird. They're not similar in any Strays. way, shape, or form, but it's just, it's, it's, and some of that's the festival's fault, just how they've been presenting things, mm-hmm. so. No shade, but like it's just this is really good, and I'm excited for the people that are that are gonna get it. Um, and it, it's just always really exciting to to see filmmakers that have such a, a voice, uh, even if it doesn't always work for you, because you know they're they're only gonna get better. Yeah. Uh, and to to have, in my opinion, increased this much movie over movie, 
is like pretty incredible. Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. So, do you guys have uh, a favorite okay. scene or quote Ooh. that you can keep a little cryptic? I, I do like the one. It's like that whole kind of moment where he's talking about like I even got a family too, and then it's just like the minutes turned out like that whole section there. I was like, that's a gut punch. That's that a was gut a gut punch. punch. Yeah. And then the moment in the the happy birthday scene. Yeah. <laughs> the happy birthday scene. There is a standout. Oh, yeah. and um, scoop out your insides. That's not like, that's not a gross scene. It's just a, yeah. It's just a, so Amanda's just... is zero 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 two timestamp. How long's the movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, I, um, I mean a lot, and without getting into some specifics, there's a couple like really brief shots, mm-hmm. kind of when like the intensity has gone up a level, and I think you know exactly what I'm talking oh, about because they only last for a moment. Yeah, but it's burned into my brain. Oh, yeah. I, I, more. I could, I feel like feel like I could recreate. Do you have one? Hmm? Do you have one? Mine is obviously there's one with justice and the TV. Yeah, that's all I'll say. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah that that was the one that I was even considering using as like our our intro for this video. Damn, bro. I, I wish there was a still of that one. That one was crazy. Yeah. That um, would have been amazing still. For that's an amazing movie. one. <laughs> I have I like the line. I won't even finish it. But he goes, I don't even have my learner's permit. How can I have a? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I won't even finish the last one, so y'all can go see the movie. But I loved that line. Uh, same thing like you were saying with a bunch of the just really quick shots that makes you want it more. You get mm. grace with such a beautiful image and you're like, wait, that's it? We're moving on to the next one? Right. Um, I thought, though, again, with the way that they were doing the uh, – what's the name of the show again? Pink Pink. The way that they broadcast that show uh, looked very much like Goosebumps. And then they had like this like killer ice cream man as the villain of the week mm. for one of them. And I was like, this is too scary. This makes no sense, bro. You got to get this out of here. But they and play they, with that too. The do. idea of when <sighs> – the show and when the movies world i'm just gonna it's, leave it like that the way they the good. way they use the aspect ratios between the both of them mm. i think is very very clever mm-hmm. i heard one of y'all saying it behind me but madeline's madeline was in this movie no yeah okay she was one of the uh isabel from the from the duo in the, okay because the yeah. i saw them so again if you're a madeline's madeline fan i mean they you got an alum working in there as well um I had one more thing that I was going to say. I cannot remember what it was. Oh, yeah. So much praise for this movie. I think we all recommend it. We have to say something negative. My man, Justice Smith, had a five o'clock shadow yeah. playing yeah, a younger yeah, version yeah, of himself. Yeah. 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 It, it, they ask you to sort of stretch your it's tiny believability but for I, 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 had one I think at that how, point they probably what ages he can play yeah i'm just gonna say they should have used him the whole time then if you're gonna do that because like bridget i like the little kid i did like the, i did i like the little kid, the little kid was yeah wrong. i just feel like i'm like in two years that kid is not becoming justice smith he's not becoming justice but smith. and then but and then it's it kind of felt weird because bridget lundy payne just got to be maddie the whole time right they pulled they off, they pulled off. their character is supposed yeah, to be yeah. two years older two years older um, but just be, they can pull off the like looking smaller um, to be the younger version at yeah. 14. No, if, it's a but. film that if you are sort of nitpicky about like actors not looking the right age, like you might have some issues with it. But I, I don't it know. doesn't matter, yeah. especially when you're really looking at what the movie is talking about right. and addressing and going through. Uh, it, it almost feels like it's like a like a feature, especially when you start thinking about that, that time, that time loss, the time, yeah. just all of that. It's I also think it that works. I think Justice Smith's performance really sells it. it. Very. Yes, I agree. I ended up going three and a half, but I suspect that I'm going to release that to four stars on my rewatch. I've already done that. So. I started at three and a half, and then it was just the more I'm thinking about it, and the more that I think it's like the core messages you take away, and just being so excited to revisit it earned it that like for me Absolutely. that extra that extra bump up for me. Your boy was in it too. Oh yeah, uh, Connor O'Malley makes a, a surprise appearance in the film. 
He's really good in it. He just acts like himself. Yeah, I mean, he's well cast. Is that the... <laughs> Look at me, what is do you do? Uh, the manager or whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. The manager? Yeah, I can hook you up with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great opening scene with him as well. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Fred Durst, small role in this film. You will not Blink, can you recognize. Miss it? You will not recognize that it's Fred Durst. Yeah, because you all said it was... The dad. Yeah. You will not recognize it. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot to like about this movie. We've it's the movie that we are spending the most time talking about. We're going to continue spending time talking about it. We're we skipped br- a screening just to talk about this movie. Yeah, right like kind of. <laughs> you know, we'll come back with our our recaps of the fest, and I bet we're all going to have even more to say about this one too. But just as our first review, I mean, I think you know we're highly recommending people check it out. It's obviously mm-hmm. going to be uh, maybe too much for certain like I would agree. like uh, mainstream audiences, but I don't think they're necessarily. <laughs> They don't care. Caring, but yeah, there, there's a, there's a section of people who are going to be really, really, um, just a, over the moon yeah. that they got this, and, yeah. and so it, it's they already know. got one with World's so Fair. unique. Yeah, I now just, the the fan base is going to grow. Yeah, I, I just want to say it is like very nice and refreshing that like we've kind of gotten out of the stage of having to hide things like the L word and movies that are like really bad with like. Um, age gap relationships and gay things, and you have to like fucking hide that shit in your closet. What's the L word? <laughs> we'll have a the talk show after this. The L word. Well, we're, we're gonna have to have a talk after this. Do you not know what the L? Are you? What's the L word? Uh, maybe a viewer doesn't know. The L word is like the iconic lesbian show that is toxic as hell, and I used to hide the box sets in my closet. Art. Oh, I thought they couldn't say an L word. I apologize. I thought there was an L word. I, what if I said it in the review? It's or? just like it's Scott Pilgrim. It's lesbians. Okay. She really no. hated. Love me. If you can't tell. <laughs> no, but I just—it's really refreshing that like kids can just find this stuff like more accessible teenagers it's like going to be so mm-hmm. accessible to them and not something that like they have to hide absolutely the way the movie shows it there's no streaming password you could just borrow for him to have caught up with the show yeah and it oh my really God. uses that era and what they had to do like just at its peak the, the specificity of some of the cultural references oh, oh really yeah no it's so good i don't care about like the font the, the universal yes. the font on the show everyone the got it the they, everyone got it everyone yeah. got it the written and directed by <laughs> Oh, that was good. Yeah, and and it's also a thing like I'm seeing a lot of people responding to things that I didn't even catch because like I'm not a Smashing Pumpkins fan, but apparently there's a lot of Smashing there Pumpkins is, references. Yeah, in this. there is. Yeah, uh, really monumental film. I think we're all really excited that we caught it, even if we're not necessarily like the biggest. Uh, oh, yeah. Celebrators of it, we're we're. In your I think we're getting game, there. In your we're getting game, I think we're like yeah. right there. We're getting there. We're people getting like there. Right here, but we're, but we're there. You you. I think you said this is your favorite film you've seen so far. It's on that's right. Well, I just did that to mess with well, you guys, and then I kind of broke your heart. Uh, but it is in the top three right now. That yeah, we've we're seen two so days in, so it's we're still two days we're in. Two days I think we're, we're all at in. almost ten ish a piece. Obviously, that's what a fifth, sixth, seventh of what we're yeah. gonna see. Yeah, it's not. Um, yeah. But this we're is low. definitely gonna be one that we're gonna be talking about throughout the fest. Uh, one that I, I do think is gonna be one to rewatch before we leave because we don't know the release date on this. We know it's picked up by A24. Yep. And all I can say is whatever theater you watch this in, I, look, we saw it with press, which is always going to be a different experience to seeing it with an audience, you know? A lot of, not a lot of walkouts, but enough walkouts. Yeah, you're like, why are you even I here? Like, yeah. I, I, to this movie? Like I always feel like they're more industry walkouts. Than yeah, I know. Exactly. It's like, it, why, what, you're 78 years old. Why if are you, you here? You're going to praise public screenings for people who paid money to see this movie and you can feel their energy. Mm-hmm. You also get it drained when you go to a press screening and you're like, I know people who didn't get into this thing and you're just going to walk out of it. I hate, and yeah, like, that's what I hate. In that. the middle of like a, a really good scene. Yeah, I hate um, that. I hate that. So point being, I think it's going to be even better the second time because I think it's playing at the Ray. 
And the audio in this, I know people are waiting for this Alex G Ooh. score yeah. slash soundtrack. It's so good. Um, it's so good. Yeah. I know their first film What? what, what it was one that most people discovered on their laptops, but I hope this is one that people venture out to the theater oh, for. Because, you, like, yeah. if, you unless you have to. like incredible sound at home, you are missing out on something. I agree. I, I really agree. Will we see a better produced filmed audio? film this year like this is it's actually very impressive it's very very impressive impressive. like that's how good that is that even if you don't care for the story you'll have to be like yeah there's like 20 frames in here that i'd print out no it's sick it's it's truly haunting um nightmarish in some ways it's going to stick with all of us and yeah we'll we'll definitely report back more thoughts on i saw the tv glow good good two-year hit for a24 talk to me first and then this one really good yeah Yeah. and we'll be here covering them all from 10 30 to 11 p.m central (laughs) every saturday It is Saturday.